the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Streaming now at KDOW.biz and Radio.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Pop goes the weasel. Is that going to be our song of the day for Wall Street? SP 500 is up 70, up 2.2 percent. Dow 30 is up 728, up 2.7 percent. Nasdaq's up 146 points, up 1.5 percent. The Russell 2000 is the strongest of the indices, the small cap stocks, the ones that are domestically oriented, up 60 points or 4.1%. Wow. Some of the headlines are interesting and some of them are awesome. How about the interesting one? Uh, Nike commits $40 million to support the black community. Okay. Las Vegas is reopened, but they won't fully recover until 2023. The unemployment rate, this is what we were waiting for today. This was going to be the big story that we almost had to see. The unemployment rate, are you sitting down? Um, Has caused the treasuries to rise. I know you've listened to the show, and I know you get the basic idea and concept is something along the lines of when the 10-year treasury is under 3.5%, buy stocks. When it's under 1%, we don't know what the heck to do, but it's probably buy stocks. <clears throat> it's up 11 basis points today, moving from the lows, 30 basis points, mid-30s, to right now it's, it's about 90 basis points. It's a nice move. In March, we were at 30. Now we're at 90. Do you see how it kind of works? I think. I don't know if I'm saying that exactly the way I want to. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. 
Um, lots going on for sure. The U.S. economy unexpectedly added two and a half million jobs. Okay. <clears throat> How did that happen? Let's talk about it. Um, first and foremost, <clears throat> today is one of those days where everything is pushing the stock market higher. Will that last? American Airlines up 30%. That's too much. It sounds like, right? You knew about American Airlines yesterday. You knew that airlines said they were adding flights in the summer. Um, up 30% in one day. The Global Jet Index. This is kind of a funky one. It's an ETF. It's a lot of the airline companies put in a big index. So you, you can buy the whole idea of, I bet we're flying more in the future in the than, than less, or I bet there's to be more profits in airlines than less. So you can buy the whole concept. Uh, ticker symbol is Jets J E T S. It's an index of a lot of the airlines put together worldwide, and that's up about ten percent today. Wow. Again, kind of nice. Do you feel like <clears throat> you went through the COVID? shut down, and all you got was a stupid shirt to show for it. Uh-oh. Don't feel better. Um, huge day. Again, do I think we're completely out of the woods? It's starting to look that way. Do I think we need another round of stimulus? Oof. All I can tell you, huge surprise in the May employment report. President Trump's taken a bit of a victory lap today. <clears throat> Positive bias is entrenched in the May employment report. Um, we've been seeing it in the last couple of days. And maybe the market was telling us, hey, psst, strong employment report coming on Friday. Average hourly earnings declined 1% month to month. That was the result of more people at the lower end of the wage scale coming back to work. Employment in leisure and hospitality increased by 1.2 million, while employment in retail rose by 368,000. There's still a lot of heavy lifting to be done to repair all the damage in the labor market, but it looks like we're making the first step in that direction. The increase in non-farm payrolls was a result of workers on a temporary layoff being called back to work, about 2.7 million people, yet 15.3 million people still remain on what is considered a temporary layoff. Um, I don't want to get too much into the nitty gritty details, but essentially we went from 4% unemployment to 14%, 14 14.7% in April. Expectations were that we're going to hit 19.9% employment, but the numbers actually went lower there, not higher down to 13.3. Now, the guy who's been doing this for 20 plus years, I've heard enough on employment report days in the financial media to say you may not be able to trust it. That, for instance, if we have a federal government that wants to show better employment, they could send their statisticians and their economists to areas to pull working data. <clears throat> And uh, they could pick it. Like, for instance, maybe uh, Virginia Beach is looking way better in the media outlets than, say, uh, Hampton Beach. 
So you send your people to Virginia Beach and it looks like a better sampling. That's a conspiracy nut in me. I, I don't think I really believe that, but I don't want it. It's, you get nothing for that. So stocks are jumping big time after the unexpectedly positive employment report. Broad-based advanced treasury yields are rising. There's some outsized winners. Broadcom, a big semiconductor player who is going to be in a lot of 5G phones and 5G modems. Um, they're up 5.5%. They beat revenue and issued inline quarterly guidance. And they said, hey, the next two years, it's going to be a pretty exciting time with this 5G rollout. <clears throat> Publicly traded companies are not supposed to embellish. There's some that goes on for sure. And then, you know, they put a spit shine on their quarterly results. They say great things about the next 90 days, and then slowly but surely over the next 60, and then the final 30 days, they start to uh, lower expectations. So, um, again, I'm not going to totally, I'm not going to poo-poo this market rally. It doesn't do me any good. It doesn't do you any good. Stocks take off as jobs come back. The unemployment rate fell, but it's still pretty darn sky high. If you think about it, 13% unemployment is not good. And some of the easy jobs coming back are built into these numbers. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, I think the two most interesting stories for me this weekend to be looking at will be casino stocks. They're surging right now as Las Vegas is reopened. Um, you know, the reports are, I want to see the reports. I want to see what comes out. I want to see the profitability. I want to see, um, how it works. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 35 million Americans have received jobless benefits. Interesting numbers. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I wake up. I usually take a good eyeball look at the stock market before I go to bed. And then when I wake up at 3, 4, 5, um, rarely is there a day that I get to sleep till 5, but rarely is the day that I get up at 3 as well, so I shouldn't really terribly mislead you. But I see instantly, this is going to be one of those days that we're up 600 points. I'm like, whoa. Macy's, the biggest jobs increase ever of 2.5 million as the economy starts to recover. <laughs> Okay, so keep some thoughts here, okay? We went from March, lights off, to April. Well, let's look outside the door, as far as the economy speaking. 
to May and June, it's like, well, Georgia's partying. We might as well go to a party, too. Um, so some of the numbers are going to be instant snapback numbers. Stronger. Maybe the next 11 uh, months of numbers will be a little more realistically and slower. But again, we've put so much money into stimulus. Uh, but also, there's there's some questions. Uh, as people have saved, as people have locked down, they've saved money. California is a really weird example of what's happening, and I, I gotta imagine a lot of counties are like this around the country. Um, if you're 25 miles away from a big city, it's kind of like happy days. It's it's people are partying, people are getting together, restaurants are open. Uh, but if, if you're in that 25-mile range, the, those are the cities that are on most lockdown. The big cities and the immediate 25 miles. But then once you get 26 out, it starts to open up. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Wall Street is starting to rotate into value. We've seen it with the recent outperformance of the Russell 2000. What's interesting to note about it is Someone like a CFP, Chad Burton, can go, um, you know, I, the market's good. I, I don't really like big tech because they've had, you know, amazing year after amazing year after amazing year. Uh, value looks certainly more interesting than growth. And he could be wrong for 15 months. And then one month, the value can catch up and boom. It's like, whoa, he was right. And eventually people give up on waiting for value. They're, they wonder if it's a value trap. Value tends to do best when business cycle conditions are depressed, but improving, like now. So it pays to diversify your portfolio from just 10 tech stocks in times just like this. Boeing stock is rocketing higher. Boom, boom, boom. They're going to the moon. American Airlines said in a Thursday news release it was flying about 110,000 passengers a day. In April, it was down to 32,000. If you're going to book a vacation and you're going to try to get any deal, today may be the last day to do it if this data continues to look like this. I'm not trying to push you into getting a vacation. Just wait for me to get mine first. <laughs> That's all I, I'm kidding. Um <clears throat> But it is out there. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Some serious stuff will continue to pop up um, as COVID eases. Yesterday, Dr. Anthony Fauci said, you know, we should start thinking about opening schools back up. It's like, eh, that's a positive. Morgan Stanley says the U.S. will not want to risk uh, breaking the phase one deal with China. The U.S. would be focused on the economy right now and will not want to break phase one deal. So super important that trust or relationships between China and the United States stay somewhat positive in the next couple of weeks. Um, Right now, we don't want to shut down a relationship with China that would shut down world economies. I know a lot of people live in a world where, like, screw the world. I just want my economy good. Um, No, you don't. What you want is your economy slightly better than someone else's, but you want all economies to be working well and essentially creating demand. Um, And the more wealth you create in the world, probably the less problems you're going to have as far as healthcare goes, as far as terrorism goes, 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So U.S. China is going to start becoming a little bit more important, maybe. I think I should be. Um, seeing how Vegas does, airlines continue to be a, a, a canary in the coal mine, so to speak. How many people are they flying back and forth? The World Health Organization says that they're seeing an uptick in cases after the Memorial Day reopening around the world. Global deaths have now hit 390,000. Can we live with an uptick in COVID? Our stock market's saying yes, we can live with it. Again, um, I see the stock market is saying in 60 days or in six months, we're going to be in a much better position than we're in now. So if you just woke up, the U.S. surprisingly added jobs. We were supposed to go to about 18, 19, 20% unemployment, and we dropped from 14-ish down to the high 13. Still an awful number. Don't get me wrong. Um, and when you start breaking down the subsets of population – Still some of the videos on police forces around the country in the last 72 hours. Some of them are still like, like be on your – like, do not knock a grandfather over. <clears throat> There's a grandfather standing right in front of you. There's – slow down, guys. And they just knock him right over and his head starts to bleed. We got to get rid of some of those videos for the stock market to really feel comfortable that rioting and COVID's not going to – be the story for the rest of the year, that the story for the rest of the year could possibly be something along the lines of when do sports open up? When do schools open up? When does the election happen? When does the U.S. and China get off their, 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 their how shall we say, political stances and work together? So the surprise number in adding jobs, and again, I don't know, how, I, I did not have a good feel for it, and I, I never pretend to. I'm not polling anyone. I'm, I'm clearly using other people's data when we're talking jobless numbers. But a lot of the data felt like we weren't going to get a, a great read. We weren't seeing. Um, it felt like the mom and pops were opening back up. It felt like it didn't feel like people, uh, it didn't feel like we're adding jobs. We're just going back to work. So the market's opened up huge. They're starting to go uh, drift a little bit sideways and a little bit lower. Um, Apple opened up six. It went up seven. Then it went up six. It went up five. Then it's up four. So we're starting to give back some of the oversized start. Again, the weekend is here. It is upon us. What will happen? A lot of question marks. Um, will there be more riots? Will there be police force? Will there be military force? Will Putin say something to provoke us? Uh, lots going on in these markets, but congratulations. A huge day where we're saying this is a milestone, adding jobs from cutting jobs. I'm Rob Black. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Stocks are doing their thing. In March, when things were bad, when we were cutting jobs at an aggressive rate, when we were telling people just go home, be safe, social distance, don't cough on people, when the rhetoric was like really, really loud. Um, that's when Biden had the biggest lead on Trump in the polls. Now, again, I don't know if you believe in polls. I don't know if you're Republican or Democrat. I'm not saying anything along those lines. But when we were in our darkest hours of nation, we're like, we need new leadership. It'll be interesting over this weekend. Uh, I think I saw yesterday Biden was up by about 11 points nationally, which is huge. And he was up in the swing states that basically Trump wanted to beat Clinton. So Biden was doing what he was supposed to be doing in theory. <clears throat> Some people would say he's doing nothing right now. He's just kind of like letting Trump do <clears throat> his campaigning for him. As the economy shut down, just people vote with their wallets. We will see in the next couple of weeks if the polls start to look better for Trump. You will learn people vote with their wallets. Um and that's how America elects a president, kind of, for the incumbents. Um, Apple's up $4.60 today. I own shares of Apple. Um, Broadcom is a 5G play. Broadcom came out and said, hey, we are very excited about the next two years of product rollout. <clears throat> so it's good for Broadcom. is good for Apple, in theory. Loosely, you can say, okay. Who else? And that's when you you know you have to know your stocks. If you're a stock person, I don't want you to be a stock person. I want you to live your best life and be a great parent if you're a parent, and uh, live your best life and be a, a great you know marriage candidate if that's your thing, and live your best life and like save money. Like uh, not very political. Ten-year Treasury <clears throat> has surged up to ninety basis points. If you've listened for the last twelve weeks, thirteen weeks on this show. I've been pretty adamant as the 10-year treasury went lower and lower. It told us that we're more on the brink of disaster. And as the 10-year treasury goes higher and higher, it will tell us that we're getting away from the brink. Um, At 30 basis points, it was a pretty dark time. At 90 basis points, it's not good. We still have over 10% unemployment, unacceptable. But better than we thought. So we'll, we'll take the foot off the neck Bad use of terms? Absolutely. But when the 10 years down at 35 basis points, we're putting pressure that the economy can't live through. So now we're kind of easing up and the 10 years kind of like saying, okay. Now what's interesting is the easiest money or the biggest money to be made was when we were down at 35 basis points. We are not going to see a rally like this maybe ever again in our life. This is the best 50-day stock market rally. History suggests that the S&P 500 has gained a record 39.6% since the uh, 2020 low. This is making it the best 50-day stretch in the history of the market. Um, And after that period, the S&P 500 tends to do well after big rallies. Kind of interesting, right? Um, 800-516-1220. To get your calls on the air. How well does the market do after it hits a record stretch or a pop up 
in a 40% gain, it tends to be up about another 9% over the next six months. Now, again, 50-day, big push, boom, we love it. You're not going to get another 50 days like that. It's going to become a lot choosier, and the 10-year treasury is the one that's telling us this. 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. Earnings are pretty interesting right now. DocuSign. Um, we still have been buying houses. We've still been doing refinances. We've still been doing things where we have need for a legal signature. And DocuSign is one of those weird little companies. Like, tell me what they do. And it's like, you know what they do. Um, have you ever had to sign a contract and all parties need to sign it? And, you know, it sends off to one person and it sends off to another person. And then the third person and all three parties get it. It's a pretty awesome um, turnkey kind of business where you don't have to get in your car, where you don't have to touch people. So DocuSign shares are on the rise after a better than expected quarter. And again, more rollout. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, I don't want to say a Zoom, Zoom video. Zoom video has done incredibly well. DocuSign has done incredibly well staying open and being functional and being useful when we weren't really needing it. Pressure's coming off the market. Uh, market tends to look six months down the road. The bond market tends to look more now. So that's why when I tell you the bond market going from 35 basis points to 50, we saw record low mortgage rates. Record low. Um, we may not get there again in your lifetime. Depending on how long you live, right? Um, are we in for a long term of low interest rates? I think we are. But again, now that interest rates are starting to move higher, the gains are less easy. And when the Federal Reserve starts saying, okay, once we go from 13.7% unemployment down to 5%, and the Fed says, okay, now, now, okay, we're going to start raising interest rates because we don't want it to go to 4% unemployment or 3% unemployment or 2% unemployment or 1% unemployment, um, creates too much inflation, creates too much pressure for employers to find qualified employees, creates a lot of opportunity for employees to tell employers when there's 4% unemployment, hey, you need to pay me more money. Which, again, Wall Street tends to like a little bit at a time. But the pressure's coming out of the 10-year. That was a very, very stressful time. And I, in history, we're going to look back at on and say, um, it could have been worse there, I bet. What was it trying to tell us? Because it was telling me in real time in the bond market. Oil has made a big comeback in the wake of the historic dip. The rebound in prices is a positive development for the market and a signal that we're probably moved through the worst of the un underlying imbalance of oil. The cuts will taper down OPEC and non-allied, non-OPEC, collectively known as OPEC+. Plus. They're going to extend current production cuts of 9.7 million barrels per day past their expiration of June. But the cuts will start to taper off on July 1st. So Saudi Arabia and OPEC got serious about, okay, we don't – we know Saudi Arabia can pump as much of it out of the ground as they want. And Saudi Arabia could supply the whole world probably in a situation where we are shut down in the month of March. So we kind of got a, a massive imbalance going there. We were, you know, we were still pumping, we we're still pumping, we we're still pumping. But the economy is shutting down faster and faster and faster. So, again, some of this good news is going to start to slowly turn into, okay, we need more jobs. 
the easy rebound in the job numbers is there. Yes, we'll continue to see some, you know, we will cut down on the, we will continue to add to employment, add people back. The question is, are we adding people back or are we adding new jobs, better paying jobs? Are people going back, you know, at 30 hours versus 33 hours a week? Um, or are they going back and finding, you know, hey, we don't need both bodies. We'll just bring one body in um, to do the work. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. And again, it's tricky how hiring people comes back into play and how you really notice, hey, I didn't really need all these people. I know one very big business that I'm studying right now that I think for better or for worse, they've set in place um, what their company is going to look like for the next year. And then after that, they're trying to hold on to the people that they absolutely positively think are key and important. But they're trying to say, we need to let go of some of the dead weight. And we got a lot of dead weight in the last 10 years. Um, we created new positions that we didn't really need to create. <clears throat> so that's out there. Majority of companies in the industry of oil don't make money at low prices. And even Russia and Saudi Arabia need oil to be higher than $55 a barrel to balance their budgets. So if Russia and Saudi Arabia, two countries that are super, super important, they've got a lot of oil. I'd rather be Saudi Arabia's, Saudi Arabia's oil because it's really sweet and clean. And Russia's got the, the Russian oil. It's dirtier. It takes more refining. Both are kind of important to the system, but the sweet crude is the one that you want. So, and if both of their national budgets depend on oil being around $55 a barrel and we're in the mid-30s, we're going to see higher oil prices down the road. We want Saudi Arabia. We want Russia to do well. Not terribly well, but well. I know you're saying you're showing your national colors today, Rob. Don't do it. Don't do it. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I feel like if this market rally holds today, then maybe I could start going back to a normalized show. Talking more about how much are you saving? Have you insured your car? Have you insured your house? Um, you see where I'm going out with that. going to talk about a new company called Nikola. Um, clearly, Tesla was named after Nikola Tesla. And Nikola is a electric trucking company. I'll talk about these two companies in the next segment. Um, a lot of people see this as going to be a futuristic transportation company that you're going to want to own a piece of, much like we all regret we don't own a piece of Tesla and been holding on that one for a couple of years. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
on AM 1220 KDOW. This is on my Apple playlist. Missed connections. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. The markets are saying we're going to look better after COVID is behind us. Better than we were. The markets have moved that far that fast from perilous to we're in a better position. Or is this a head fake? Or is this a short squeeze? Or what is this? It's really important that I just asked my producer, I said, we've been working together over a year, but let's just call this one crazy freaking fracking year. I said, will you take away any life lessons? Because I'm twice his age. Will you... Like when you're you know, 40 or 35 and you have a kid and we look up and hear about the news and hear something along the lines of, yeah, the 10-year treasuries plummeted today from 100 basis points all the way down to 50 basis points. And you'll go, that's a good time to buy. Will lessons be learned? I told you yesterday um, or was it two days ago I got an email from someone that he was just bitter and upset and pissed because he works in the healthcare industry. How dare the stock market come all the way back? How like I see the front lines. I see the cost. I see the death. And he's been investing in the market and he's worth millions of dollars. And he was pissed at it. And I was like, that's a good sign. You're looking for the things that don't make sense to make sense. Wall Street's happiest or Wall Street's got the most opportunity when it's saddest. That's when you get, you know, God, every every website I go to right now is showing a cop putting his knee on the guy's neck. Like, this is nuts. Um, you can't get away from that story or the images, and you're not supposed to. Interesting twist this week. The Washington Post did a little investigating on their boss. That would never fly in my world. I don't like to be investigated. I don't want to investigate my bosses. Um, at the TV station that I work at, <clears throat> they're owned by a publicly traded company. And on occasion, people will walk, you know, bosses will walk into my office like, hey, how's our stock looking? I'm like, I'm not allowed to tell you. I'm bad. I don't want to get into this in any way, shape, or form. So don't tell me anything. I don't want to tell you anything. But the Washington Post is doing a little investigation into Jeff Bezos. And what they learned is how much money does the wealthiest man in the world with a fortune of $143 billion, who owns the Washington Post, how much is his charitable giving worth compared to the average person? So far, he's given $100 million to Feeding America and up to $25 million for all in Washington, a statewide relief effort in Washington. For the median American, Bezos is giving the equivalent of donating $85. His aerospace company, Blue Origin, just uh, said that they're going to make 3D face shields for the healthcare workers. So we maybe it's a little bit more. I don't know. But that's not a lot. Or is it a lot? And in the end, I'm going to say it's not my money to spend. But it's interesting, right? Bill Gates and Twitter's Jack Dorsey, the Washington Post highlighted that they gave equivalently about – $283. Gates gave about $283 per person. Bezos, about $85. Um, the 50 wealthiest Americans have a collected net worth of about $1.6 trillion. I love numbers. They strangely called me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 
Um, I wanted to talk a little bit um, about a company called Nikola. It became their press releases started to really get out there this week. Ticker symbol NKLA, futuristic transportation company. It is a got a market cap of about twelve billion dollars. It's getting a lot of press. Um, Elon Musk kind of started the all electric world and said, you know, combustible gas companies, um, engine co- combustible engine companies, you're on target. Like he gave them notice. Um, it'll be interesting, you know, obviously um, getting some competition. We've seen some companies try to compete so far with Tesla. Some of them are doing it independently, like with software for automated driving. Some of them are doing it with all electric cars. Um, none of them have worked so far on the level that Tesla's worked on. There's a car company you'll hear of on occasion out of China. They're the Tesla of China. But our government, um, Pompeo recently said, defense secretary, he goes, I'm going to probably put out a list of, you know, you can't trust Chinese accounting. I'm like, oh, why is the news always like protectionist? Why is it always like you can't trust that person over there? You can't trust the police. You can't trust that person. You can't trust why it's, it's finger pointing right now. Uh, we could trust them last year and the year before and the year before, but now we may not be able to trust Chinese companies. Like, why did it take you that long to tell us that? So, and I think the answer is it's very political. Nikola makes trucks. The heavy-duty variety that hauls cement that transport goods across America. The smaller heavy-duty trucks are battery-powered like Tesla cars. Those are due to be sold around 2021. The larger semi-trucks are powered by hydrogen fuel cells, and they're due around 2023. Nikola says that they've got a $10 billion worth of order backlog already. Down the road, Nikola says, hey, we're going to need more product. We can't just be a two-product company, so we're going to get into light trucks, the kind that Ford and General Motors makes. Uh, Don't think of them as pickup trucks, a little bit bigger. A fuel cell, what is a fuel cell? This is something we learned about in the 90s in the investment community. It uses chemical energy to create electrical energy using catalysts. We still haven't got it priced correctly, but the byproduct is H2O. No carbon dioxide, no greenhouse gas, uh, or no carbon dioxide, which is a greenhouse gas, uh, just water. Hydrogen is usually made by splitting water using electricity. Nikola wasn't immediately available to comment on its hydrogen creation capture technology. So there's a lot of questions here. But people are starting to say, could it be the next Tesla? Thought I'd throw it out there for you. Ticker symbol NKLA. Go do your own homework. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.